From the brains behind Brains On, this is the moment of um. 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 Moment of um comes to you from APM Studios. I'm Shayla Farzan. Um. This right here is my favorite patch of woods, right next to Brains On HQ. It's got everything I need for my projects. Piles of mossy logs where I get materials to make moss hats for all my friends. Blackberry bushes in case I need a quick snack. Let me just try one of these. Nope. (coughs) So sour. Oof, not ripe. Anyway, last week I was over here gathering bark for a new pair of homemade bark underwear, and I found a gorgeous blue jay feather for my collection. There's always something new to see over here. Like, wait, do you actually, do you see that over there? I think it's a beehive. Oh, it is awesome. Let's go check it out. I love watching bees fly around and do their little bee business. And sometimes I imagine what it'd be like to be a bee. Like, would the world look totally giant? Would a flower look like it was as big as a couch? Or maybe I'd be able to see really tiny stuff. Hi, my name is Axel, and I'm from Perth, Western Australia. My question is, uh, things microscopic to humans, microscopic to bees. To us humans, bees and other insects appear to be very small, and the flowers from which bees feed to us appear small as well. But do flowers appear small to bees? Do bees appear small to each other? Hi, my name is Abel Korver, and I'm a graduate student at Johns Hopkins University. Perhaps we can understand this question by thinking about our own experiences. We humans have bodies that are ideally suited to an environment of a certain size. Our hands, for example, can comfortably hold things such as an apple or a glass of water, but we cannot easily hold, for example, a watermelon in one hand, and we would struggle to drink from a cup of water the size of a pebble. Similarly, our eyes are ideal for observing objects of a certain size and distance away from us. It's harder for us to clearly see very small objects that are very close to our eyes. In other words, when we humans say that something is small, what we are really saying is that it is too small to easily interact with due to our own body size. It may be too small for our eyes to properly see or too small for us to manipulate in our hands. But for a small animal such as a bee, small things such as flowers are the perfect size to walk on, to touch, to see, to smell. In other words, although a flower is small to us, to a bee it is not small at all, but just the right size. Similarly, we probably look quite small to larger animals such as elephants. Although a watermelon is difficult for us to hold in one hand, an elephant's trunk picks it up with ease. There are things that do appear small to bees, such as probably a grain of sand. However, because the bee doesn't interact with this grain of sand, um, it probably doesn't uh, spend time thinking about it as small. In order to think of something as a certain way, you have to pay attention to it in the first place, which is a question in itself, like what do they care about? How do they see the world? Um, um, um. Okay, so things that look small to us, like flowers, probably don't look that small to bees. It all depends on your perspective. And as long as humans don't harm bees or get too close to their hive, they're not that interested in us. 
And why would they be when they've got pollen to collect and all these little bee dances to choreograph? That's one of my favorite things about honeybees. When they come back from collecting pollen, they bop around and they do what's called a waggle dance. And they use this dance to communicate with each other about where the good pollen is and how far away it is. I should probably head back because I think I've got enough supplies for my bark underwear now. Oh, wait, look at that over there. It's a perfect little yellow mushroom. That would look so cute as a decoration on my moss hats. If you like this episode, take a second to subscribe to Moment of Um, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you want to learn more about our bug buddies, check out the Brains On podcast, where we have a whole episode all about why the world needs bugs. If you have a question, we'd love to help you answer it. Drop us a line by going to brainson.org slash contact. See you next time, and the next day, and every weekday. Until then, um... What the world needs now is bugs, sweet bugs.